Welcome to Tropeful, a weekly look at how trope influences our understanding of our texts. I'm Cantor David Reinwald. This week, we watch and learn about the building of the tabernacle in Parashat Trumah in the Torah. And its companion Haftarah reading speaks of the building of Solomon's temple. In this episode of Tropeful, we will take a brief look at just a short part of 1 Kings chapter 6, verse 1, where the trope does something interesting, and in doing so, it requests our attention to a six-word phrase. Take a listen. Vayehi vishmonim shana ve'arba me'ot So what do you think? It sounds rather repetitive, right? This is because we have five munachs in a row. And let me tell you a story. A little over ten years ago, I was teaching an adult B'nai Mitzvah class, Trope, and one of the members of the class stopped me and said, Why are there so many different melodies for the munach Trope? That's the trope that is shaped like a right angle for any of you that are new to the trope system. I said I didn't have an answer for him, but then he went on and said, Why can't we have a bunch of other tropes that look different? I asked him, You want to learn eight more trope signs? He agreed that this would be more than he bargained for. The Munach is an interesting trope, though. It shapes and molds itself based on the trope which follows, and subsequently... You always have to be looking ahead, which reminds me of yet another story, and this was when one of my cantorial classmates was first learning trope alongside me, and enthusiastically asked our professor, wait, we have to always be reading a word or two ahead? Yes, this is the nature of building the skill to decipher a phrase of trope, and it takes time to get used to this, but you really do eventually get good at it. The interesting thing about Munachs in succession is that we sometimes have the Munach Le Garme, or better yet, what I call the double Munach, and it is divided by a bold line. We call it a Mafsik, literally a pause. Yet, we don't pause when we have the Mafsik between two Munachs. In this case, the symbol is being used as a not equal sign. Now, in this week's Haftarah, we don't have any of these mafsikim, and there are certainly none here in verse 6-1. The trope itself seems to be making a grand statement, while not using trope that is overly grand itself. It is the repetitive factor, though, that draws out every word, as if one is saying, Did you hear me just now? Vayahihi. Vishmonim Shana Vearba Meot Shana So what does that mean? It is literally, and it was four hundred and eighty years. That's it. Now it is helpful actually for us to chant on, so here are the next five words. Latsit bin Israel, me eretz mitraim. 
And those words mean, after the exodus from Egypt. And note that phrase began with two deliberate munachs. Now we're talking. It is such a prime and essential part of our tradition to often reference the exodus from Egypt. It happens in every morning and evening service and in multiple places, in the Vilahafta, in the Micha Mocha, and on Shabbat and holidays, in the Kiddush. But perhaps here, this is how the people were dating themselves. Let's think back to the most important and essential thing that has ever happened to us in our history thus far. It was when we left Egypt, and had we not left Egypt, we would not be a free people, nor would we find ourselves right here, right now, building the most important construction of our era, the Beit HaMikdash, the Holy Temple. The people owe everything they have in this one moment to 480 years earlier, in that initial moment which enabled them to survive and to continue on. And that is why the trope here slows down. It becomes much more deliberate, and it takes a moment to honor the past. This week's Haftarah knows this week's Torah portion very well. In fact, it basically quotes the idea of God dwelling amongst the people once the holy construction is complete. We see this at the very end of the Haftarah in verse 13. Just as God would dwell in the tabernacle, God dwells here in Beit HaMikdash, in the holy temple. And I will dwell among the people of Israel. God dwells also in the words we chant every time we return to any of our portions, and the text yearns for us to slow down and always recognize this very fact. Until next time, friends, be tropeful.